Oh, you think for yourself? We like that around here. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. One of the interesting things I've seen over the past couple of weeks, probably because school is going back into session all over the country, are questions, wow, did we do the right thing when we shut everything down? Schools, businesses, in some places, literally visits from friends in homes. The amount of lockdown was basically unprecedented in this country, and it included in much of the country church services local governments, state governments telling churches you're not allowed to open your doors and have worship services because of public health restrictions. In a lot of court battles, decisions went different ways depending where you are in the country, but it looks like the Supreme Court's made it pretty clear that they're going to favor religious freedom when there's a conflict with government. So what does that mean if and when there's another public health scare in this country? I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for staying with us here on American Viewpoints. I'm joined now by Pastor Stephen Mannion. He is with the Acts 529 Statement. We'll tell you about that coalition here in just a second. Uh, Pastor Mannion, first of all, thank you for being on the uh, program here. I told you just a moment ago off the air, I'm a pastor's kid myself. My dad was a Baptist pastor. (laughs) It says his entire career was being a Baptist pastor so when I saw, I was actually surprised, and, and I've been in media so long, very few things surprised me, but how harsh a lot of these crackdowns were when it came to telling churches they're not allowed to have services. Let's start with the basics. What's different about a church service as opposed to a government coming in to say, you can't have your nightclub open, or you can't have your restaurant open, or you can't have your... I don't know, uh, your athletic center open or something like that. What's distinctive about a church service in America? Right. Well, the, you know, being a church is not, you know, um, you can't have Zoom church. I mean, you, you can't really, um, you know, the word uh, church that we say is is ecclesia, which is the the gathering or the assembling. And so even by definition, the church um, requires a, a, you know getting together, being 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 together. Um, in addition, um, there's no virtual sacraments, right? You have to be you have to be in person because there is tangible um, physical elements involved in, in in sacraments. Baptism, you can, you know, you have to have water and holy communion. You have to have bread and you have to have uh, grape juice or wine, whatever your 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 group does. Um, but even beyond all of that, which is kind of, which, you know, honestly is a bit of common sense, but even beyond that, uh, God commands us to not, not meet together. Uh, you know, Hebrews 10, 25, do not forsake the fellowship of believers as some are, are in the, the habit of doing. And to think that the um, early church had no concept of, of communicable diseases is nonsense. I mean, they knew about leprosy, um, you know, and they uh, knew about all these diseases. It wasn't a foreign thing to them. So Paul uh, didn't give an exception of unless there's uh, a a sickness going around. Now, let's talk about the Acts 529 statement. Uh, At last check, uh, there was over there are over 1200 signatories to this. What is the Acts 529 statement? And I'll just preview real quick. It looks like um, a it looks like uh, the groundwork for possibly some civil disobedience if and when governments tell churches you're not allowed to meet. Yeah, we almost have 1500 now. And um, yes, you know, it's a national 
a coalition. The website's acts529.com, and it's a national coalition of pastors committed to worshiping freely, uh, not only in obedience to God's word, but also in accordance with our U.S. constitutional rights. So, yes, some would consider it civil disobedience, um, but I would say it is not because we have the constitutional right in the First Amendment to uh, to have no infringement upon our, our uh, worship. My personal take over the last couple of years is how surprised I was that so many churches just heard the order from the local or state government on the news and said, well, I guess we can't do church services. And I was actually surprised with the compliance. So, so let me let me ask one theological question that we'll get to the constitutional aspect of this. And that is some were saying, well, we're commanded in the Bible to obey civil authorities. Uh, okay, well, that that's definitely verses that that are true for for those of us who are Christian. So, what's the response to them who say, "Well, yeah, I don't think those orders or shutdowns or lockdowns were right, but you know what? God instituted civil government. We're supposed to obey them." Yeah, and we should um, we should you know be the best citizens Christians should be. Um, but there's two exceptions. Um, one is when I mean, Paul obviously wasn't speaking an absolute. Uh, unlimited uh, submission because he ended up in prison didn't he so that means he broke the law and so um there's two exceptions when when government tell asks you tells you to do something against god's law or forbids you from doing something that god tells you to do so those are the two exceptions and in this case uh god commands us to uh, worship together do not forsake the fellowship of believers so government is telling us to do something that god tells us that we should do and even beyond that um again this is not the church uh, refusing uh, to again to close is not um, violating um, the, the the government because in the United States, our highest government, we are a constitutional republic. So the highest law in the United States is not a king. It's not an emperor. It is the United States Constitution. So um, uh, Marbury versus Madison says that any law that is repugnant to the Constitution is null and void. The Supreme Court ruled that in the 1800s. So this, these orders, these mandates that churches should have to close uh, clearly violate the First Amendment. So therefore, they are null and void. And we have no uh, legal or moral obligation to, uh, to, uh, to obey them. We are visiting with Pastor Stephen Mannion from the Acts 529 statement and the coalition uh, surrounding that. That's still for a lot of churches, because a lot of people don't realize the average church in this country is what, 60, 70 people, something like that. The average mm -hmm. size, it's not the big mega churches. That can be pretty scary to tell a, a church that order is null and void. Take on the, the county commission or take on the county health director or the governor uh, because the resources that they have in court and legally uh, are very intimidating. What's your message to churches? Because I think with as many with as with as much compliance as government got these last couple of years, I think it's a matter of time before similar orders are issued for something else. So yes. what's the message to pastors or priests uh, or rabbis uh, who get that order and say this isn't right? But man, I'm worried about um, government coming in and using some kind of force or something else in court. Well, Acts 5.29, the verse that we named this statement after is uh, when Peter and the apostles were, were before the, the government officials and they, and they said to them, we must obey God rather than man. And there's never any promise in the scriptures that uh, that means your life is going to be easy. As a matter of fact, Jesus said, in this life, you will have trouble, but I have overcome the world. He tells us that we will be persecuted. If they hated me, they will hate you. 
And so, uh, yes, it's hard. Uh, believe me, I, I understand. It's very hard. But we um, we must do the uh, right thing um, because we must obey God rather than man. Talk to those who maybe aren't religious or they are of the denominations or churches that maybe you know lean the other way when it comes to the view of politics and government and things like that. And they say, but, you know, we had a pandemic. We had a we had a bug going around. Um, you should you should just do what you're told to keep everybody safe. Why is this important to those who maybe are not in the churches that you and frankly, I would agree with on things like that? Why should they care about about religious freedom in particular, even in the guise under the guise of a health scare? Sure. You know, rights um, in the Constitution, the Bill of Rights are not there for when there's no challenge to those rights. They are there specifically for when there are challenges to those rights. Um, so um, all of us, yes, it may not affect you. you. You you may not be a churchgoer and you're like, oh, I don't really care because I don't go to church. But the thing is, is that if um, whenever these rights are violated, um, our bill of rights are violated one after another and, um, and, and it always gets worse and worse tyranny always increases its grip um you have to draw a line immediately at uh at the very beginning of our bill of rights and stand with each other if, if there's a muslim mosque and they and they are i will stand with them with their right to also uh have their form of worship even though i am clearly a christian and not, and, and not muslims because i believe they have their rights i will stand with um uh, Antifa's rights to uh, have free speech. Because why? Because I know if I say, well, I don't like them or they don't in involve me. So, you know, I, I don't really care what happens to them. Eventually that surrendered right will start to affect me. So it will affect all of us at some point if the church caves. All right. Pastor Stephen uh, Mannion, where do we read the X 529 statement or website or social media? Where can people find out your statement and maybe be in touch? x529.com and you can contact us on the website there all right pastor Stephen mannion really appreciate you being on the uh, program uh, this is going to generate probably a lot of debate and conversation which is exactly what we want to do thank you very much appreciate it all right i know not everybody is going to agree with that so what do you think let me know go to the american viewpoints facebook page and you can give us your perspective right there i'm mike ferguson thank you for making american viewpoints part of your weekend and we will talk to you again next week.